Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you hear stories about witches and the paranormal, you probably just roll your eyes, but this case is a bit different. A woman from Siberia, Indiana, was accused of being a witch by virtually everyone in her town, with people claiming she placed curses or hexes on them. She was eventually murdered because of those beliefs, and police believe a creepy man in her town did this to her. However, none of the residents are willing to share any of the haunting details with police. Located just between the densely wooded Hoosier National Forest and the muddy banks of the Ohio River lies Perry County, Indiana. Though almost no one lives in this virtually abandoned city, the county's tight-knit communities and picturesque scenery paint a vivid portrait of Midwestern living. Among the rolling hills and acres of farmland in the northern part of the county, you'll find the township of Siberia, Indiana. In the late 1920s, Siberia's population was less than 100 people. It consisted of mostly blue-collar workers and farming families, the majority of which all resided on the town's single road. Yes, this town was so incredibly tiny that it had one single road on which almost every person lived. Isolated by the surrounding hills and forests, some of Siberia's residents still believed in superstitions, omens, and even witchcraft. The belief in the paranormal ran deep here. After the mysterious slaying of a local woman, it was a belief in this paranormal activity that thrust Siberia and its residents into the spotlight after it was learned that the victim, Elizabeth Miller, was believed by locals to be a witch. On the morning of May 10, 1929, a small group of children in Siberia, Indiana, stumbled across a chilling crime scene while on their way to the local schoolhouse. As they walked along their usual route, they neared the home of 42-year-old Elizabeth Miller. As they began to pass by the modest, two-story whitewashed house, they noticed something highly unusual. Elizabeth's front door was wide open. At this point, the children had begun to suspect that a crime had taken place. However, rather than immediately phone the police, they did what every kid would do and conducted a crime scene investigation of their own. Described as a recluse, Elizabeth was known to keep her curtains down and her doors shut tight, so something wasn't right here. With their curiosity piqued, the children cautiously approached the open door and peered inside. Only a few feet within the abandoned home, lying on the floor, and surrounded by a pool of her own fluids, was the bullet-riddled body of Elizabeth Miller. The children quickly fled the crime scene to get help from a nearby neighbor, who alerted the police of the grim discovery that gave investigators chills. Once they made their way to the scene of the crime, detectives discovered Elizabeth lying in a small hallway just a few feet from her front door. It was determined that her killer had fired a total of four rounds. The victim was fully clothed and showed no signs of anything nefarious aside from her murder, of course. 
A small bag containing $4 was found tied on a string around her neck. However, the money had been torn to shreds by the attempts on her life. Elizabeth's modest and sparsely furnished home was found to be in perfect condition, aside from a few holes that had been blown in the walls. Crime scene investigators did, however, discover a broken window near the home's front door. A large rock was found on the floor amid the broken glass, and that appeared to be the culprit. Neighbors were questioned and told investigators that approximately 12 hours before the discovery of Elizabeth's body, around 10.30 p.m. the evening prior, they'd heard what sounded like shots ringing out into the night. No one went to investigate the sound because they were too scared to react. The same neighbors mentioned that several times the week prior, a scary man was seen coming and going from Elizabeth's home at night. They explained that this was highly unusual, as the only frequent visitor Elizabeth was known to have was a brother named Frank Miller, who visited her once a month. Unfortunately, no one could describe the potential unidentified killer, and he was never located for questioning. It's no secret that Elizabeth was not well-liked in town. And when questioned by police, locals were quick to voice their opinions about her. They described her using words such as peculiar, eccentric, mysterious, unusual, and reclusive. According to them, Elizabeth had never been married or had any children, and they referred to her as a spinster. Police were disturbed to learn that aside from having a distaste for Elizabeth, it was rumored that some of the residents of Siberia believed her to be a witch. This was the first they'd heard of any paranormal encounters in this small town. When a journalist from Evansville, Indiana, caught wind of whispers of witchcraft, he immediately went to investigate the story. While most people refused to speak to him, the children of Siberia were not so shy about both their and their parents' beliefs in the paranormal activity that had been going on. Several children took turns telling superstitious and paranormal tales from the small town. They told of a haunted abandoned cabin just down the road and how scary shrieks and moans could often be heard coming from within its walls. They told stories of unexplained events from around the small village, as well as the community's beliefs in bad omens, curses, hexes, and witchcraft. In regards to Elizabeth, the kids echoed the unusual comments about her, but also added that they'd been warned to stay clear of her because she was dangerous. When asked why they were told to do this, the children told the reporter that it was because their parents believed Elizabeth was a witch, or at the very least, a very scary person. Several nearby pastors confirmed the beliefs in old superstitions, telling the reporter that despite their best efforts to change their minds, some held strong to old and outdated beliefs in the paranormal. With the promise to not use their names, some of the older residents eventually broke their silence and told the reporter in detail about some of the supposed mysterious events around the community, though they still refused to speak about Elizabeth's murder. One man told of an unusual disease that killed several of his farm animals, including his prized bull. Believing he had been bewitched, together with his son, they removed the bull's heart, took it to the nearest crossroads, and burned it. According to him, as they did so, a woman appeared on the desolate country lane before walking away and vanishing into the dark. A woman spoke about her knowledge of a local woman who was able to give anyone arthritis. 
According to her, the woman would steal a lock of hair from her victim and bury it nearby. When the person would step on the spot where their hair was buried, they would suddenly develop severe arthritis no matter their age. The only way to break the supposed curse was to find where the hair was buried and burn it. Another young farmer, who had recently lost an arm in a corn shredder accident, claimed that he too had been bewitched by someone in town. When asked how he broke the curse, he claimed the witch had sent him a basket of apples to the hospital. He ordered his family to burn them, and the curse was lifted. As word spread of the bizarre possible motive behind Siberia's most mysterious murder case, Perry County Police eventually had no choice but to address the rumors. The sheriff was quoted as saying that some, quote, superstitious belief fortified with whiskey may indeed be the answer to Elizabeth's slaying. However, they would continue to investigate every angle possible until they found the person responsible. Unfortunately, an arrest never came and the suspect was never identified. Elizabeth was laid to rest in Siberia's local St. Martin of Tours Cemetery. The only person in attendance, aside from the local preacher, and a few curious onlookers was her brother, Frank. For a short time after her burial, journalists continued to attempt to unravel the truth behind Elizabeth's murder. However, it quickly became apparent that the residents of Siberia were done talking after both they and their children refused to speak to them. After that, the story quickly vanished from the headlines, and like so many others, was forgotten with the passage of time. Sadly, whoever killed Elizabeth Miller, and why, will most likely remain a mystery. If you liked today's video, I'd urge you to check out the upcoming book written by the author and lead researcher of today's story, Autumn Bones. Her new book comes out this October 2022, and it's filled with unsolved stories just like this one that come from Indiana. I'll leave a link in the description below if you'd like to pre-order it at Barnes & Noble or even on Amazon. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But my name is Ty Knotts. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video.